Hello everyone and welcome to 1v1 with Boss Rush Games. I'm your host, Celeste Roberts of Nintendo Power Block and another Zelda podcast. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Edward Barnell, Eddie V, host of Nintendo Power Block, Optional Opinion, Boss Rush Games, Talk the Walk. Am I forgetting anything, Ed? <laughs> I hope I didn't forget anything from that list. No, uh, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of World One One Podcast. Everybody. Oh um, yes, yes. Thank you very much for being here for your second um, updated one v one. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's great to be a co-founder of Boss Rush, uh, along with Corey and with Jesse, and it's an honor to be here once again with this one v one. I had to get, I had to look a little bit more business uh, this time because. <laughs> In the roles that I am in, uh, I gotta make sure that I'm a little bit more professional. <laughs> oh, well, you clean up very nicely, Ed. Thank you. I wish well, I did have my hair cut, though, but I'll get that soon. <laughs> you, look, you look spiffy, I promise. Don't, don't you. you worry. Well, if you guys aren't aware, you can look at us on the YouTube channel, and you can see how nice Ed looks. You can look at our faces. You can see our <laughs> smiles. So Yes. <laughs> So, Ed, so Boss Rush Games is getting an updated version. Yes, we are going to 3.0. We got some surprises for you guys. Uh, we have added a lot of people to our crew and doing some exciting things. So uh, I am excited that we are um, going forward with this process and everything. We, uh, me, Corey, and Jesse never thought that where we started at um, individually, and then when we got together to where we are at now, how many, how much, how much content we made, how many discussions on and off that we have made, uh, like in adding people and working with them and actually having a positive vibe with everybody. You know, this is something that we always uh, work hard for and dreamed of, and you know, through every ups and downs leading up to boss rush 3.0 is exciting to like still you know have listeners and game members and really talk to people and stuff and interact and you know it, it's one thing me and Corey said that uh as many questions that we get about podcasting um once you get into it and you learn the ropes about it you become natural to it you become a professional to it you know we, we tell people just like talk just feel comfortable talk say what you need to say and like but you know of course be respectful and everything but let's have fun and kind of that's what what 3.0 is going to still be about but you know expanding it more in a sense so that's that is awesome so we're gonna rewind and why don't you tell us about the first days of Boss Rush Games? Like how did you meet Corey and Jesse and how did this idea for this podcast even come about? Okay, so um going back and Corey will also explain his side. Um uh, me and Corey were doing different podcasts at the time. I still have my own optional opinion. And that started, and that's going to be a little bit question. So I'll save that history at uh, for that one. But I was doing Optional Opinion and World War One Podcast at that time. Um, Corey was doing DNA, uh, Digital Nerds Advocate. Um, and 
we met through Nintendo uh, Nintendo voice chat on Facebook, the uh, group and stuff. And I followed, ended up following him. He ended up following me. Uh, we ended up, I ended up following DNA. And I was checking out their shows. And we, Corey, just literally got talking about Nintendo stuff and everything. And he knew how excited I was for Nintendo and, and everything. And we we continued to talk and he asked me, hey, would you like to do Nintendo Power Block or, you know, come on a podcast and talk about Nintendo? I was just like, yes, of course, and everything. And so uh, me, he, uh, me, my friend, also Adrian Nieto, um, us three, because we were still friends and we still talk to each other. You know, we started Nintendo Power Block uh, and or Pablock at that time, and we were just talking all this Nintendo stuff about Wii U, about Zelda, and just having this fun discussions like we have been friends for the first time. And uh, Adrian had to step away um, because he was doing a lot of stuff and everything, and I love Adrian Nieto. That's my guy. Um, and me and Corey continue to go on, and we uh, work with an uh, artist friend, Kyle. Uh, we talked to him, did some shows, and then uh, Kyle had to step away uh, at a time, and then it was just me and Corey, and we like literally did Nintendo Pop Block. And um, when DNA uh, transitioned to uh, Nurse Gone Wrong in GR, uh, we were still doing Pop Block, but we was adding more shows to it and everything. And you know, we met Jesse through NGR uh, because uh, he started listening to Nintendo Pop Block. But then we started talking about well, we got to talk about Xbox, and so we started talking about Xbox and everything. And me and Corey were just still making content, and we were still just laughing uh, and talking, and uh, started up a show called Pod and Play. And that one was like we both were playing games at the same time, but talking about the, talking about the game, the history, and talking about the themes and stuff. And I remember we talked about diversity, talking about comics, and talking about uh, mental health when we played Hellblade. And uh, soon when we got started talking about Arsenal X, and we met Jesse, we were just like, hey, how you know, how about you come on the talk to us? And Jesse had never podcast, and. Jesse came on and he started talking about Xbox and Arsenal X um, and we all three just clicked, just like had fun and everything and we kept, kept doing it for months and for years and everything um, and we continued to do it and at, when NGR kind of went away, uh, transitioned because we didn't know what we was going to name ourselves so we had a code name NX um, and we had our good friend Ray Apollo join us um, and then Ray had to uh, do was doing some other things, and so uh, it ended up with me, Corey, and Jesse. And uh, me and Corey was talking, uh, and he was just like, "How do you feel about Boss Rush games?" And I was, I had to think about it because I had to take time, and we was gonna present it to Jesse also. Um, I had to think about it to be like I had to try to do introductions for this. I had to try to get the feel for it. So I was just like, hello everybody, welcome to Boss Rush Games. Hello everybody, welcome to Nintendo Plot here on Boss Rush Games. And so I was getting the feel for it. I was just like, yeah, I like that. So we presented to Jesse uh, and we all three talked and we found like, uh, felt that it was a fitting title for us. So our code in next like, because uh, <laughs> it was almost like the Switch also, like code NX, uh, we ended up changing that to um, 
Bosh Bosh games because at the time we were talking about Nintendo and Xbox and we didn't really talk much about PlayStation because we weren't playing it. Um, but we ended up talking about Bosh Bosh games and that ended up becoming the uh, final name. And here we are uh, with multiple podcasts, multiple friends joining us. Where we, it feels like a big family because, of course, we still nerd out about things, but we talk about snacks, movies, um life stuff and it's it's always good to be in a space here on Bosch Fresh Games with everybody with our writing, our reviews and um just having fun with with one another. I know Corey gets on me a lot. But I always call him boss and this this is how crazy it is. Uh so if I don't call Corey boss and I straight call him hey Corey, he feels like something is wrong and stuff. Oh. Um <laughs> And, and and there's been times where I have called on Corey uh, and apologized for like just anything that I said or done and stuff. Because my thing is not always is not to make Corey feel upset or anything, but um, I always call him boss because uh, I feel like you know, of course he is he he's a producer he does a lot of stuff uh and you know when you're like in boss mode like you big and bad you own things you feel good about yourself because you're managing and you work with everybody everybody loves the flow and the work ethic that you have so i call them boss and stuff and i try to be on that same level of being the boss uh or kind of being a boss not so much of you know managing everything but always feeling like you know i gotta watch out for everybody also um if anything is needed i'm gonna do my best to help people out that i can and stuff uh and so um and just like like I like I talk I talk to Jesse the same way I talked to Corey before you know before uh, Boss Rush game like and I was talking to Jesse about music and video games definitely with Xbox and he all he continues to get me excited when I talk about video games and stuff and you know when I found out that he was all about music and he's making music and listening to it I'm like talking to Jesse and being up two or three hours hearing his mixes and you know talking to him on the phone while he's at work and everything it's it gets me excited because it's just like i i want him to create but i also need him i don't know how he edits or anything or if he needs a second but i kind of like listening to what he is making and everything and so kind of that kind of you know um we still do that to this very day but that's that's me uh with boss russian (laughs) with Corey and jesse and stuff and i and i i gave jesse uh the wise wisconsin i i gave him that nickname because uh of course he's from wisconsin but he's so educated about xbox and so educated about a lot of stuff that um you know we're neighbor states in the stuff um, but he's so educated, has so much experience that I love learning from him. He's so wise about things. And I just like when I'm hearing stuff and hearing his, his creativity, I'm just like, I wish I also had that creative aspect. I could edit and, you know, do arrangements right here with them. I'm like, but like when we're talking about podcasts, when we're talking about jokes and when we're talking about real life stuff, he is so wise about it. And I love hearing that from him. And and learning that about him and learning and just learning for myself to be like 
said the same thing. I'm just like, or he said something about this, and I recognize what he's saying. Now it starts to make sense. And plus, he's an awesome cook, and I love when he cooks. <laughs> he shows me his food and stuff. He just, uh, he sent me a picture of a white chicken chili, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my goodness, this looks so good. And he used cream cheese for and flour for the cream part. I'm like, I have never thought of using that for chili. And Isn't I that get, cool? It's so cool. <laughs> and, and I get excited <laughs> I get excited about that. Like I always tell people, send me pics if you're going to send uh send food. Dan send me some uh some pics about his food. I'm just like, yes <laughs> and everything. It's uh, the next best thing to eating it. It pretty much is. <laughs> but but I think that's what I love about, you know, working with Corey, working with Jesse and just really working with the whole team is me learning everything. Because if if anything happens to me and I I had this dream that I ended up leaving Boss Rush and everybody don't get sad, I'm not leaving anything. Uh, is that everything that I learned from everybody, I know whatever I do next I can incorporate that and hopefully still be around Boss Rush if ever needed and stuff. But um, but for right now, uh, I love just everything that we got going on with Boss Rush. Uh, yeah, it feels like a big family. I, I'm fairly new to it, almost five, six months in mm-hmm. about. And just everybody's so welcoming. You're a joy, Ed. I have so much fun on Nintendo Pow Block and Talk the Walk. Anytime I'm able to be on <laughs> Boss Rush on Saturday, it's it's fun. It, I think it's really important, as we've discussed in other podcasts, it's really important to have something creative that you can look forward to doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... I I tell I tell the PlayStation uh, crew and I tell Xbox crew that um, even if I'm not watching out their shows or anything because of other things that I love them and I, I'm proud of them um, because I think that's a good thing about you know kind of being a co-founder um, or having that boss mentality is that you always want to encourage your team you always want them to feel loved and respected and know that um whatever they're going through they could talk to one of us i i i if anyone needs to talk to me go ahead and talk to me and stuff i do not talk to anybody else about it you know we all have that one-on-one that we if we need to but i always encourage them to be like you guys have a voice and i'm proud that you guys are spreading this voice um there's there's some agreements there's some disagreements only because because i know that the conversation the conversation could go deeper if i get involved (laughs) i I tell i me and Corey had this talk and uh I, I reveal myself i have no problem doing this because i i'm bad at, we're not bad at it uh we have a writer's writer's team and i you know Corey asks what does everybody want to do on the writing team um and you know everybody said what they wanted to do and here i was just like i want to talk about nintendo playstation i want to do i want to write this i want to do reviews i want to do this and Corey had to have a talk to, <laughs> talk with me he's just like and you can't do everything but he came back uh and we had a one-on-one, like like a private conversation. He was just, and he said, "It, you are creative, and I know you want to do a lot of stuff, but we have a team that can also do these things, and you got to let them do it and everything." I was just like, "I know, but you you asked what we wanted to do, and 
I I want to do these things. He's just like, I know, and you will do your best to do it. And so I'm trying to learn to be better where I don't have to try to do everything. I could try to just do what I can do and what I want to do in everything. So yeah. It's it that it sounds like a, a good combination of uh, knowing when to pump the brakes, but then mm-hmm. also going full steam ahead so that you don't burn out because that that's one of the worst things that can happen to creative people is burnout. You know what? To me, it's it, it's not so much as burnout because I don't get burnout for for things. It, I think the thing with me is that I get so much into the conversation that sometimes I don't want in to stop. So it's that high. <laughs> it, I, I I get that high energy because as a kid, um, and you probably got some more stuff we're getting into. As a kid, I was you know five six years old. You know starting off with music i was into writing songs and everything and so i nobody would hear my songs or anything and michael jackson was a big influence for that but i was always into songwriting and then when i i became a bookworm i was any trip that i would go to i would have a book bag of like 14 some books and i would only maybe read like one or two um because i had that visual mind i like when it came to going to six flags i would go home and draw the roller coaster and, and so I was into art and stuff, and when I when I looked up, I didn't know what a sign was, didn't know what a ram was, and all and everything. And so when I started looking up that these signs and found out what my birthday was, and finding out I was an Aries, and Aries are so creative, I was just like that explains everything that I always wanted to do in a creative sense. Why I always wanted to do vocal arrangements. Why I always wanted to draw write short stories um why i wanted to be in plays and well not so much plays but being a musical and really giving my all and giving 100 percent. even when i'm here on the podcast why i get so energetic and i say the stuff that i want to do and be like if i'm not if i'm away from doing a podcast i feel like i'm not achieving anything that i'm not contributing contributing anything it's because aries are creative and I, once I get into those creative juices, I got to stay motivated <laughs> to stay in those creative juices. And that's why I guess think I think that's why when I answer that question of doing all of this stuff is because I want because I'm so creative and want to stay creative and stuff. Um, the burnout has nothing to do with it, because if I could create and get it out there, whether people read it or not, I feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a self thing at first. To me, firstly, at first, it's a self thing, and then everything else comes from after that. Yeah, it all falls into place, right? Yes. That's awesome. I love those stories. Um, so you, you said that if you're not doing a podcast, you feel like like oh, I'm lost. So you said optional opinion mm-hmm. is your first podcast, yes. right? So yes. can you give us a little background about optional opinion? So yeah, so if anyone who listened to part one of uh, the R one v one with me and Corey actually started this, I talked a little bit about more uh, of it. But um, to give a quick refresher, um, optional opinion started as a blog on OneUp.com. Um, that was Ziff Davis, and um, that was EGM, like Electronic Gaming Monthly. Like that was my video game bible to me and everything. And so, sorry about that. Um, Jeremy Parrish of Retronauts uh, 
uh, he was asking what uh, you know what would you like to name this kind of podcast or anything uh, and so I put optional opinion just it, it was it was a thing that I uh, I put out there because I was just like you know I was I thought that was a creative thing to say you know being able uh, to give you give opinion about things about a topic but also give options for it you know to fix it because we'll give our opinions about things but then we also want to give uh what they could do during end those opinions you know we might be like where well, microsoft got the best thing for, for game pass but you know what they could do to make it better da, 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 this point 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 um and I took that idea and started doing blogs on one up and it just started expanding. Um, there was a sh- video streaming thing, I think Ustream, uh, that I did and was started taking optional opinion, uh, you know, as camera thing. Uh, and then I ended up uh, meeting my good friend, uh, Justin Villarreal. And uh he was part of the Anonymous Radio Network, and I was part of uh, joining him, and he helped me get uh, podcast equipment and stuff. And I told him, you know, he told me that he was a podcast. I'm just like, oh, I love doing, I love podcast, listening to podcasts. I'm like, I have one called Optional Opinion. I was doing video. He's just like, maybe I can help you out. So he was getting me used to doing it and starting it and stuff, and I was doing it like once a week. Uh, and Optional Opinion uh, it's about is a sh- one man show, just me, or I'll have a special guest on a certain topic, and I talk about things that we normally don't talk about in the video game industry. Um, I give my opinion about it, but I also give some options at the end of it. So I'll talk about the history of some things. I'll give my opinions and break it down, but I also like feature music for my breaks. So you'll hear like maybe chill hop music, or you'll hear uh fan ideas of or fan creations of well-known video game music so you might hear the legend of zelda um but it's a violin cover of something um you might hear stuff from the sega saturn or a video game series that you never seen or never heard of their soundtrack but i'll drop like little bits into it and you know go into there uh, so it's a it's a one-man podcast and that's how uh well, it's one episode that me and Corey did was talking about uh, when he first came with Optional Opinion because I invited him on. Uh, we was talking about the journey, the journal of destiny. So I ended up playing destiny uh, for 30 days or something and I ended up be- beating the game and I was writing the journal of it. And I had Corey on to talk about destiny because he's the destiny guru. He was very, very educated. And I just had the questions and stuff and we bounced back and we laughed and we, and it was such a pleasure and everything. And I was just like, this is the first time that he came on my podcast where he didn't have to do any work. All he had to do was talk. So, uh, and he, he felt, I don't know if he felt weird about it because it was just like, this is the first time I actually did a podcast where I didn't have to do anything, um, but just sit back <laughs> and talk. And I, I love that about Corey. It's just like when me and him podcast, when he comes on Optional Opinion and we just talk, if he wants to record or he wants to do all that stuff on his side, he can. Most of the time I tell him, don't do nothing. Just sit back and relax because this is only an audio podcast. You know, there is, there's only one video of Optional Opinion that me and him share and that was the history of Roller Coaster Tycoon. 
Um, and you know, and he asked to do that. And I said, you can, you can go right ahead. I, I'm on, on my side, I'm just recording audio and that's it. And we had a great time doing it. Uh, so optional opinion, uh, like I said, when it comes to talk, uh, mentioning things that we uh, that we talk we don't talk about in the video game industry, um, for some people, uh, I talk about uh, can video games help your sex life? Um, uh, Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat, which was the better one and stuff. Um, I talked to um, um, like how do you talk? To, how do you uh, how do you talk to a person that's dealing with depression when you don't when you're like uneducated and stuff? Um, I talked to my friend Jared Green from Irrational Passion about is Super Metroid the number one game of all time? And we talked about the pros and cons about that. Um, I I started off when when Option Opinion started off, I talked about morality and why why it's important to have it when playing a video game. And why, when you don't have it, you don't get the you don't get the gist of what a video game is and stuff. You know, you'll be dazzled and wowed by the graphics, but you sometimes don't. If your morality doesn't have take part with the themes and stuff, you won't understand what the message is trying to give out to. And so I and I also did one about uh, Yi and Lee. Uh, in California about how he was trying to, you know, get video games to be taxed high, trying to get them out of stores and M-rated. But then here he is getting caught in a gangster scheme and everything. Uh, and him end up losing his seat and going to jail and stuff. And so having that kind of conversation and everything, it's just like you you talked about Grand Theft Auto and kids becoming criminals. And here you are, the criminal as an adult so what part of grand theft auto did you play to become a criminal you know i could use that same logic about about him um i also did one about uh uh columbine rpg um and it kind of happened that was a indie game that they were these creators was uh they made uh about the columbine shooting and um it it because of the uh the theme and stuff it didn't they didn't feature it or anything um this indie contest they they rejected it and everything and it was just like i think it should have been a game that we could have we should have played and it should have been out um and i know that seems unethical and stuff um but it's you know it is a first amendment right thing um but i think at that time at the columbine happened and stuff it just wasn't the right time and it, it's a creative it's a form of expression and i was kind of talking about well we play in rated games where we're killing people that we don't have no connection to and so what happens if we play a game that yeah it is taking something from the real world that happens and we may be able to connect. Why can't we not play that? Is that because that's nonfiction versus fiction? Or is it something that we have a level of expectations and acceptance? And if you could accept killing fake things, you should be man or woman enough or adult enough or mature enough to be able to handle maturity things like this. You know, 
Um, there's a game called uh, A Dragon Named Cancer about this man losing his baby to cancer and stuff. And he made this game and he brought it to different cons for people to play. And they and people, they couldn't finish it because they were crying because it felt so real. And even though some people say, I don't want to have kids, this will make you feel something. So mm-hmm. I feel like if we're able to handle stuff like that, we should be able to handle something like playing Colorblind RPG. We really, for us on the outside, we don't have no connection to the people who were victims and stuff. And then, and it might this this portion might turn people off or make them upset. But you guys sometimes gotta see. Look at your library of video games, and regardless if it's fictional stuff. And when I talked about morality and stuff, take look at what you have and what you accept as a gamer and then see if you can mesh that up and face a playing something like that it's not about the graphics it's not about the voice acting um it's not about gameplay and stuff sometimes can you handle stuff that is real world stuff because if you're treating if you're looking at something on tv that is a uh, that is really big and everything and you don't really have no empathy or moral, you know, no, you don't understand what's going on. You just want to, you see it, and because it's too depressing, you switch to football or something, and just rooting for the team that you want. You should be able to get more of an understanding of playing something like Columbine RPG. Hatred, is, the hatred that video game, you don't really have to play or anything. But if you play something like Columbine RPG, Think about what think about you being a bro for that. Now you could play it, have like it or hate it or feel whatever you want to feel about it, but then you're going to go pick up Cyberpunk and do almost the same stuff that you did in Colorblind RPG. The, the only thing is there's just no connection that this is a real world situation. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's stuff yeah. on optional opinion that I talk about and I address because we don't talk about things in the video game industry. We talk about the news or what somebody said, but let's get down nitty and gritty and talk about some things that we talk about things that we can address or something that's so out, outside left field that you think that you don't have nothing to say and literally let someone say something that would spark something for you to say something after that. Or respond to after that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what optional opinion is. And then, yes, it is, like I said, it is a one-man show. And it's just my opinion. And I give options to it. But I also want people to hear it and come back to me and be like, I want to do a follow-up show with you. I want mm-hmm. to respond to this and get on the podcast and let's talk about it. And, let, and let's have fun. Because a lot of people who think I'm in one thing, you would literally find something else completely different once you get onto optional opinion and we have that discussion because we because I surprise a lot of people on how fun I am you know I, I yes I talk about Nintendo and people might think that I'm biased or uh, between Xbox and 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 PlayStation but I'm like shoot I'm a big fan of those those systems too I uh, out of everybody in Boss Rush, I <laughs> this is this is not a diss to anybody on Boss Rush or anything. I probably own about three hundred plus physical games for so many systems. Not and that's not just Nintendo. That's literally Xbox and that is then literally PlayStation. Like physically own, you know. And so I talk about 
I, I talk about a lot of a lot of this stuff. Um, it, it may seem questionable at times, but like if I enjoy God of War, I want to talk about God of War, but I want to talk it in a different sense that people ex- thought, you know, the expectations that you hear everybody else talk about God of War, that's fine. But I'm like, I want to talk about some other things of God of War that she wouldn't expect. And you would be like, I never thought that way. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that I want to hear it. Or, or, or I never thought it that way, but I disagree with, with what you said and I want to respond. So then let's have that conversation. Yeah, because so. I view video games as art and I think the psychology behind video games is a very important topic to address yeah. because they can reflect so much of the real world in a beautiful way. Like people who listen to a song, watch a movie or read a book and it affects them video games like you've pointed out can affect people that way too yes it, very yeah. they can speak they can speak to them and they can be therapeutic as well yes um I, 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 when i talk about nintendo and i talk about japan like japan and stuff on the outside i always tell people you got to make sure that and not a lot of people do it i'm like you got to make sure that where if you're coming from an American sense, you also got to think about the Japanese culture and you also got to think about the European culture and sometimes Australia. These businesses and these companies do different things. And if you don't understand what's going on in one culture, you're not going to understand why it's going where it's also happening in all culture. So yes, Nintendo doesn't have the best online experience as Xbox or PlayStation. Do they need to have that best? Do they need to have it? Not really, because the thing about it is in Japan, they have more people in the way that they interact and play games with each other. It's completely on how we do it in here. Nintendo is an entertainment company. They don't go into technology like Microsoft or Sony. Sony is into sound. You know, if you if if you don't realize why they got headphones or Walkmans and stuff, Sony also used to make games and check out Hook on the Sega CD and stuff, or check out Super Nintendo when they made when Sony made their sound chip. And while while sound was important to them, Microsoft had a has a place in America, and they started off as making PC. So they are about tech. They're not they're about video games now, but they never had an interest in video games like Nintendo had it or even Sega at that time. And so when you kind of don't know about the past um, and try to live in the present and use the stuff that's in the present, sometimes you got to think about businesses in different areas nintendo's mm-hmm. focus right now um is in japan and then everything else comes out of it they are they want everybody to have that worldwide experience and stuff on it but when has nintendo been about tech when has nintendo really been about online and stuff nintendo cares about everybody playing together but it's better that you play in person together than it is that you playing online being about something else um and you know of course the friend codes things is, is crazy and, and all of this stuff but i'm like when you look at what happened in kansas with the swatter thing and how that man died you know, look at what the craziness and the on kind of like the online racism and bigotry and stuff that's being said online. You know, you don't want that stuff being associated with your business and everything. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to cultivate that and everything. So Nintendo, yes, they don't have the best online service to a lot of people. But if you don't play, if you don't treat online service like I don't play a lot with my friends or really chat 
or stuff like there. If you're not doing a lot of that, then Nintendo's online server should be fitting for that because you don't chat with a lot of people. You got a lot. Of, you got a lot of friends on your friends list, but you guys barely play games together. And if there is a game that you play that's multiplayer, it's very slim that you're party playing maybe two or three games. And y'all don't play that much. Like, of course, Destiny is a big one with a lot of people, but who's playing anything outside of Destiny? I don't know. That I mean, I think Nintendo, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they know what they're doing. And for, and for $20, you could for $20 for a whole year to have some of their retro games and stuff, there are people who are bad at games, at retro games and stuff, who are still trying to get through Mario Brothers as an adult. You know, it, 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 I, I tell people, it's funny to me that you can run do Destiny with a team, but you can't play Mario Brothers with being a one-person thing. And it's the most simple, basic mechanics. I have ran through Mario Brothers won all 32 levels. I have did it, did it with the Lost Levels. I even did it with Sonic 1 and 2 without the codes and stuff. Um, I did it with Bionic Commando and stuff. Um, and it, it, it surprises me that some people probably be like, well, you don't really play a lot of online games with a lot of people. I'm like, I try to and everything, and I could hold my own, but it's just, you know... Who is going? Who's going to play that gang with me, or invite me to play with them? And let's play and stuff, because I'm up to playing online games, but not many people want to play online games with me. And you know, it, it is what it is. But when it comes to Nintendo, I'm great at Nintendo games, but I'm great at video games in general and stuff. So, first person shooters, I'll get marked at. But I, but but that's because I don't really do a lot of online matches and stuff. But if I if I love your campaign, I will talk about your game, your campaign, and play it through. You know. So. So speaking of Nintendo, want to talk to us a little bit about Nintendo Power Block? Yes. So Nintendo Power Block, uh, that is. Um, kind of Corey's baby, but uh, as you guys just heard in the intro, I have been uh, moved up to host of the show. And what Nintendo Power Block is, uh, us and a group of friends, we get together and we talk about uh, all things Nintendo, um, you know, sale numbers, video games, trailers, directs. Uh, we also have now Snack Tendo, uh, where we actually talk about various snacks that we find or that we had over the weekend. Um, and Snack Life is important. Snacking is important to gaming because it's just like, you know, you could snacking helps you know makes you feel good and like nintendo they make you feel good with their games and stuff uh and so we do that and we and we answer questions and we have contests and as a new host um or being host i should say because i did host nintendo public at some time um when Corey had to uh step away for a bit uh I kind of want to bring something new to PowerBlock. So uh, we're going to have quizzes, like a quiz show uh, with different guests and with our own. So, so let's get ready. <laughs> Great, get ready. Uh, so are and, these pop quizzes or we're we, or we going to be able to research ahead of time? Um, um, they're going to be pop quizzes, but they're all going to have multiple choice. 
Okay. So you had the, so it's gonna be a little bit easier and a little bit uh, fun. Um, we'll probably bring in some book club things. We'll have some topics to discuss. Of course, we'll answer uh, people's questions and still have, um, and still have our snack tendo. Um, and then maybe when we go live and stuff, uh, we give a recommendation or one of our viewers give a recommendation and stuff of a game that they want us to check out or other people to check out. Um, I'll probably talk about sales and, you know, that you guys could, people could check out. I'm trying to bring something different to Power Block uh, um, while still keeping that traditional thing of Nintendo Power Block uh, for it. But it's, it's going to be things, to, it's going to be things still about Nintendo um, and everything. So um, hopefully people enjoy it. People um, continue to watch it and support all of us and really have fun with it and keep continuing keep continue to share contribute in the chats um and send us email and everything um because uh i i know the formula of pop block i want to enhance the formula for it. i want to make it a little bit more uh juicier more it's not not saying it's not entertaining but more entertaining to be like oh they're doing a quiz let me get some paper see test my knowledge mm-hmm. and see what i know about it and like really have fun and really laugh about it um so that's kind of what i want to do with nintendo power block but uh i i can't wait for the future of it. and yes like i said we're still going to have contests and things like that um but it's going to continue to be fun. And if there's like not a news story or anything, we're still going to do lists. So we'll still do our top five or our bottom or honorable missions and stuff. Um, and we'll still do that. And it's funny. <laughs> I'll keep going to this. Uh, Corey, there's been episodes where me, where Corey's just said, I have nothing to talk about. And so I would ask a question. I would ask him a question and we would spend close to two hours talking about it, diversion and stuff. And, and he'll be like, okay, uh, is that all? I'm like, yeah, that's it. Uh, well, everybody, that's Nintendo Pablo. <laughs> and we literally made an episode out of nothing. So there may be times that we literally do that, that we just hit record and we go and we just go ahead and have fun. Um, yeah, that's, and, oh, and, that's enjoyable. Oh, uh, one last thing. Uh, we might actually do some fanfic reading. Uh, oh, wow. Where we play roles of people who wrote stories about Nintendo games and stuff. And they're going to be G-rated. They're not going to... Hopefully they don't deal with anything that I'm I'm gonna go over the stuff and uh, I will send the story to you guys and you know you could choose to be like like read it over pick your lines and stuff and we just have we may do an episode where we just literally introduce it and then we tell us tell the story uh of what somebody read and we read it out like it's an audio book uh, a Nintendo fan audio book uh and stuff um. So hopefully we could do something like that. Just like change it up and everything. Yeah, it sounds like it's an ongoing process and it can be different each time in a mm-hmm. sense. Something yes. different for people to look forward to each week. So I think it's going to be fun. Yes. I think I think people are having a lot of good um, topics right now. And I think that they're enjoying, they're getting a lot out of the content right now. So I'm excited to see where it goes from now yes. on. I, I hope people. I hope people are excited. I'm. I'm. I'm doing. I'm going to try to do my best. I don't want to lose listeners. I don't want to lose viewers. I want to do my best, um, 
to keep not only people entertained, but to keep people involved and get more listeners and viewers and stuff and just be like, yeah, Power Block, they at another level and it's still exciting and enjoyable as ever. Oh, yeah. And people are pretty good about giving feedback. So we'll just take it one day at a time. Yes. And I, 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 I want feedback. So to see, because feedback helps me as a host to feel like what I could work on and improve and everything. Yeah. You won't, you won't know how you're doing unless somebody points out something to you. So (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's how you get better if people can offer you perspectives, but you also have to remember to stay true to yourself. Like if, yes. if, if you truly enjoy doing something and you feel in your heart that it's the way to go, you have to stick with it. Yes. That's, yeah. Cause what's, what's the point of doing something like Nintendo power block if you're not enjoying it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that is one of, so we talked about optional opinion Nintendo power block. And then on Saturdays is uh, Boss Rush Games, the, the titular podcast of the family of podcasts. Yes, and Corey gave me that one way, way in advance. Uh, uh, Corey feels like I'm a great host, um, and I keep things moving, keep everybody energetic, and uh, Boss Rush Podcast, um, you know, we're... we're when Corey gave it to me, he was just like, you're the leading face of this. You know what you're doing. Um, I can sit back and produce and like, like if I got to multitask, I can multitask without having to worry about anything. I put mm-hmm. it, everything in your hands. So, of course, we do news. We, be, we t- talk about games that we're getting down. Um, you and LeBron, uh, before you guys came to like, boss rush uh we talked about our favorite snacks and we mm-hmm. had fun about that and i was just like okay i'm gonna get that snack i sell that snack at home i'm going to the store to get that snack friday or monday and so and it, it was just like it's always something different always something uh good but it's boss rush gang uh boss rush podcast is kind of like different uh different teammates coming together to talk about uh the news to talk about uh you know analyze maybe i'll have a question for everybody and we just give our different responses and our positives and negatives our different opinions in a little bit optional opinion in, in that sense um and it's it's just a good way. To, I always tell people uh, when we go live to go grab some lunch, get get your snack, and come and join us, and let and you know and talk to us and be in the chat and have fun with us because I feel like even though it's a midday thing, uh, it feels like a group hangout with everybody. Um, and we're yeah. bouncing off exactly. We're bouncing off ideas. We're talking about things. We're laughing about things. But and sometimes there are serious um, matters and stuff. Um, you know, I've I if for each episode and a couple uh, for past weeks, I talked about. You know, if you're able to vote, let your voice be heard to get out there and vote and stuff, um, because it's very important and everything. Um, and we've been talking about news. Um, like the Jason Schreier story or a serious uh, Xbox or PlayStation, you know, talking more about that. So is there, there's different things that make that show like super fun. And it's always great to talk to different teammates and get their 
uh, perspectives, get their viewpoints, get their opinions, get their options and stuff. And it's a big hangout. And when we go live and still talking about the subject, even though it's not part of the show, it always feels great to have that discussion with everybody and you know i i do have a time limit because of, of work uh and i do my best to be like you get the final word we're wrapping up <laughs> we'll go everybody have a great day have a great weekend and, oh you know, yeah and, you can end up with a five hour long podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and as i uh, always continue to use our model be uh play games be better um and I always say, let's continue to play video games and be better to one another. And the reason why I say that is because I think, like, with Corey, with Corey and I, um, just the stuff that we endured in our past, we always want to be, like, we want to have a place, a network, and that's why we have Bosch Games, where, with that model, is that we always wanted a place of positivity, of diversity, where people could come on and feel welcome, and, you know, love and laugh, and, you know, always feel like, you know, their voice was heard and stuff. And, you know, if they ever want to come on and talk about something, let's come on, let's talk about it and everything. And just really in, enjoy stuff. You know, this is this year was our first time having a Black Lives uh, panel, um, having uh, a Pride panel. Um, you know, you hosted the women's panel that everybody enjoyed, even I enjoyed. Uh, uh, you know, Corey got on me. He was just like, you know, you can't host a women's panel. I was just like, I know. I like. I know. I wasn't thinking that <laughs> far ahead, but I was excited because it was just like I get to talk to women in games because I don't talk to a lot of women about video games. It's always not saying it's male dominant uh, and stuff, but like there's a lot of males that I talk to about talk about with video games, but like to talk with a lot, a lot of women about video games and hear their stories and their perspectives, I'm always happy to hear that and stuff. And I'm trying to be better at that. Uh, is you know, talk some more women about games and get their voices and um, because of me talking to so many males, it 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 just feel like I'm stuck in this thing and I'm so used to it that I just sometimes don't think about it and I apologize and I always tell I apologize to people about that. I try I'm trying to be better. I gotta get it sometimes out of that mindset and stuff and continue to talk to about talk to everybody about the stuff. I I forgot that um. I wanted to have like a cosplay uh, panel and stuff, um, but maybe we'll do that in the future and, and everything. But Boss Rush Podcast is just like a community hangout and a very good thing to have. And I thank Corey um, for uh, allowing me to host that. Um, and there was a time that I couldn't host it because of work and other stuff being out of town. Um, but like, I really thank him um for letting me host it and like really have fun uh with it and like kind of not say making my own but make it feel like it's a different podcast from everybody else's community podcast it kind of feels like a combination of all of the boss rush podcast it's a way for people to sit down and just talk about video games and topics in general and specialized topics and i really enjoy that because there is a place for a playstation podcast and xbox and nintendo but then it's nice to have the little flagship mother slash father podcast exactly <laughs> Yeah, where everybody can just come on down and have a good time about anything, really. Oh, dang, Skype. 
Yeah, I think you have, you have to forgive me. Skype was uh, stalling. Um, oh, I, I, you're good. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, I kind of like last week's episode. Of in by the time people hear this, or a week before, because uh, we're doing the history of Mass Effect. But um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, when everybody sees this, um, I talked to Logan and I talked to Laurent, and I. I was gonna, I was, we was gonna have Jesse on, but Jesse couldn't make it, um, you know, um, due to reasons, um, which was good, the really good reasons for him. He needed that time off and stuff. But I kind of just like, uh, um, you know, from just talking to somebody or interact with somebody, what three games do you think kind of represents them and stuff mm-hmm. and everything, and. You know, I did my games for Logan, Laurent, uh, and Jesse, and we gave our reasons and stuff. And it was good to hear um, Logan's and Laurent's. Uh, I still got to hear Jesse's. I wonder what he what he said about me. Um, but it was good to hear Logan's and Laurent's uh, kind of um, kind of games that like you know they attached to me and stuff uh and it was very interesting i really felt good about that because uh i i've never thought myself of myself as that but it was so good to do it was a great list and i and it's kind of interesting because we'll probably do it again when we have other guests and stuff um but it's just like meeting somebody for the first time or meeting somebody and talking to them for a couple of while i'm like i wonder what video games would you attach to them and stuff uh i i attached to logan uh one of the people who don't remember but there's a a series called make my video on the sega cd uh so you had crisscross make my video you had cnc music factory with mark Wahlberg, and so you used to make different videos and stuff and i applied that to logan um, because of his creation of editing videos and making that content. I'm just like, you're so knowledgeable about this and, you know, you've been doing this for years and it's so great to see you create stuff like that, being on the video team and stuff. So I applied that to you. I applied uh, Shadowrun to Laurent, which is like the Super Nintendo game that was like talking about cyborgs and hacking and stuff. Uh, because he's so knowledgeable about PC and like his love for sci-fi and things like that. Like I could have did like Star Trek, you know, he's a Trekkie and stuff. Uh, but I was just like, let me go here uh, with this game because there's a lot to it. And he was surprised that I went that far back. I'm an old school kind of gamer. <laughs> uh, but it was something that, you know, no other podcast I have heard or been on or seen do anything like that where you meet somebody and hang out with them. What video, what three video games would you apply to them? Um, with Jesse, I did Mario Luigi, the Mario Luigi series, is because, like, I like. I feel like I'm Luigi, I'm not scared or anything, and I feel like he's my Mario. Um, because of the way that we re- we interact and we help each other and we talk about things and as much as I talk to Corey and like that's my bro him that's my boss like that's family I, I feel like Jesse is also my bro him and he's like my family and everything and it was great to actually meet Corey and Jesse in real life yeah. uh, uh, to actually meet those two and everything I, this is kind of a side tangent uh, 
you know, to hang out with Corey. It was weird. I when I met Corey, uh, it was real late at night. He came and sat by me at the train station. I'm like, oh wow. And then to see how tall he was, I'm just like, oh, he's really tall. But we 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 I went to go see him around the time um the Super Nintendo Mini was coming out. And uh because I was working at Toys R Us, I we planned on going to Toys in his state and uh I had I could tell discuss the, the, the stories no more. Uh, I was able to look up in our inventory or in their inventory how many Super Nintendos they had. So I told them what it was. And so we, we was able to get up and go there. Uh, when Jesse came down here and I got to meet, meet him in real life, uh, uh, we forgot to throw up the X together. So, <laughs> uh, but I took him to the mall. I took him out to lunch. Um, to, uh, we went to the mall. Uh, he saw the Cinnabon place, and he just like got so excited. And I love Cinnabons too, so I brought us Cinnabons. Showed them a little of uh, the um, uh, David Buster's, and then we sat back and watched the Spider-Man movie and stuff. And it was so cool to hang out with Jesse and talk about music and talk about games and our lives and and like. Like next time he comes, hopefully when he comes back down here and stuff, you know, um, I can show them more around and just like continue to have fun with them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sorry that was the side tangent uh, outside of what Bosswitch podcast. Right. <laughs> well, it's it's important because you guys are the founders, so I think it's cool to hear those kind of stories. People like hearing about your friendships and your experiences together, so that's perfectly fine. Yes. Yeah. I, I I always apologize to Corey and uh <laughs> to Corey and Jesse. I'm just like if I ever make you guys upset, I'm I'm sorry. I get too much into the conversation. <laughs> and me and Jesse had had some disagreements, but I always tell Jesse that I love him and I care for him. Like and that's my bro him. Like if he was looking forward to a game and he wouldn't be able to get it, I'll tell him check your Xbox One or check your system. Like I would literally buy it for him digitally Aww. and. Like be like, dude, happy birthday, or you need to game with us. Here it is, and he'll get some rewards with Microsoft points and the bonuses and stuff like that. And uh, I I'll be like, hey, you was looking forward to it, and I know you didn't have the money. Bam, there it is. Like, and I told him like, if you're not able to get Cyberpunk, let me know, and I will get him Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. Um, you know, I will have Leron knows. <laughs> okay. So, yes, uh, Leron knows. <laughs> okay, so this is uh okay, so I'm going to just uh, uh and I love you, Leron. So so if you see this, I, you know, I love I love you, I care for you and everything. So uh when they was talking about the six month limited thing for Mario All Stars, uh, this is some backstory. Um Leron was gonna have a piece about it, about it. I don't know if he's still gonna put it out. I would love to see what he was gonna say. I haven't but, seen it yet. <laughs> I seen it yet but I, but we was talking. Me and him was talking before Boss Rush podcast, and he was just like, I, I, I don't know if I should put the piece out. And I told him, you know, wait, hold on to it and air it and everything. You know, don't put it out. Uh, I told him like, if you can't get it, I could get it for you. He told me no, but I got it, got it for it anyway. So that Friday when the game came out. I bought four copies. I well, I bought three copies. Mine was already paid for because I pre-ordered it uh, from Best Buy. But I bought my mom and my nephew one. But I was going to buy Leron one also and send it to him. So I 
I got the package. I got his address and everything. And I put the game in. I put a note that says, I know you told me not to get it, but I still wanted you to have it and everything. Um, and I, regardless of whatever piece that you put out and stuff, you know, I wanted you to have this game. Know that I love you and I care for you. And um, this is just just whatever it is to you and stuff. Um, and so I sent it to him. That Saturday we talked and um, you know, I, I told him, you know, don't put the piece out. Wait, let everybody have their fun with the game first and enjoy it. Um, and then if you feel like you're ready to put the piece out, you can. So he just still didn't put the piece out and everything. Um, that Tuesday he ended up getting the game. And so let's you probably see it in the chat and everything. He's just like at that retro code. I hate you. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> He's like, I did not like you. I was just like, what is he talking about? He's just like, oh, for real, though. Thank you, man. Uh, and everybody can see it. If you watch PlayStation Crossroads, uh, he uh, he had an episode where he had the captain, uh, which I still need to get for Switch, and he had on um, the Mario 3D uh, connection and stuff. Um, and so uh, I I did that, and I didn't want him to put the piece out because I he I, he didn't know that he was getting the game from me. But I had sent him the game, and I didn't want him to put the piece out. And then like like he put the piece out, and then the game came and stuff. And he'd be like, okay, now I feel, I feel. Hmm. So uh, thank you, Laron. I love you. I not I had to be open and honest about that one because I I love him. Uh uh. You know, us having our one v one, our three hour one v one, it felt like like this was my best friend for all time and stuff. So, um, yeah. But Corey, like I said, Corey and Jesse, you my best friends, y'all my bro hands. Like I said, you all here on Boss Rush are my family. So. Yes, that's that's what I love about it. It's full of people who can share their opinions, and I think it's it's normal to have disagreements because we're all human. We all have different ideas, and that's how good things come because you're not caught in this bubble or this echo chamber. I don't want everybody to agree with me. I'm not going to grow as a person. That's yeah. how we get better. That's how we learn. Yes, so it's really important. And there is another podcast. It's it's fairly new, and I, I'm very well aware and very familiar <laughs> with this one called Talk the Walk, which kind of branched off from the book club series with Boss Rush yes. a little bit. Yeah, so Talk the Walk is our um, walking simulator podcast um, that we do once a month. Um, and we talk about uh, a walking game that one of us um, recommends to each other. And we, you know, discuss the characters, the story, the narrative, what we thought about it, uh, moments that uh, we liked, moments that we disliked. Um, and it's, and uh, this kind of stemmed from, uh, Celeste talking about what remains of Edith Fitch and you know I, I was just like I just played that game and we, me and Celeste kept talking about it I was just like okay we gotta have this as a podcast we <laughs> finally got to do it and so we put it out there we met Billy Holiday uh, from Retrovaniacs and he was just like I love that game and so we three got together I was just like okay we need to we need to talk about this game let's set a date and we set a date and we played it and I did not expect that thing to get that much love and love and recognition and so we ended up Corey ended up deciding that 
like, hey, I got a lot of feedback that people like this and everything. And uh, we ended up doing Go Home. We got to do Soma and stuff. Um, and then we'll be going to everything goes to the Retro, which Celeste is going to be uh, the moderator of that one. Video uh, Holiday is going to be the moderator for Soma. But, you know, what, like talking about walking simulators and when we talk about narrative in games, this is a show that focuses on narrative because it's all about story. Yeah, you're walking the different things to get the story, but it's always about that and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was it was a it was kind of just like thinking throwing around names. What we're gonna do? Walk the talk, or I was just like, just a simple talk the walk. I'm like, we're talking about walking simulators, and so it just happened to come out like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, fun. I was just going to say it's fun. I, I love it because those are such um, a, a niche series, you mm-hmm. know, that yes, it's they're not they have their fans, but they're not as well known as the main series and different types of games like first person shooters mm-hmm. or adventure games, you know? Yeah, it, it's it's a take on um like kind of the telltale episodic adventure games and stuff but this is more all in one thing and you don't really have that much action or anything or and you have interaction but you're not really doing anything violent or anything to progress you're actually walking to get information and when you do that that's the progression of the story and everything um and it's something that it's something it was at first it was new to me um because i've never thought about you know walking games or walking simulators and stuff um but then talking to people definitely with you and with definitely with billy having such like having such an in-depth uh opinion and answers for everything it was just like i i would have never thought about this but like i said earlier like learning from jesse and learning from everybody i'm learning for from billy a whole bunch of things that i missed and it's so good to laugh and hear about this and stuff so talk the walk is a new kind of podcasting book club series that um yeah we talk about walking simulators and uh like i said we're talking about soma which is like a walking horror simulator in a sense yeah, it's a um, little different from Gone Home and Edith Finch. <laughs> yes. Uh and then everything everybody gone everybody's gone to the rapture. Um I had just finished that before Celeste recommended it. So uh I think there's some stuff that I missed that I'm gonna go back, but man, that slow pace walking is like uh Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. And you find something new every time you play mm-hmm. those games. Yes, it's it's weird. I uh, so snack Tendo. <laughs> Going back to that, uh, Corey talked about some sour cream uh, Ritz crackers, <laughs> and while playing, everybody going to the Raptor. When I'm watching and watching the interactive stuff and hearing the stories, I'm eating the chips like. And I went through a whole bag and just like, I'm out of chips <laughs> while I go playing that game and just enjoying it. And it was just like. I like I never I never snack snack like that when playing a video game and walking simulators allows me to snack and get uh, to get this somewhat movie quality experience but it feels like an audio book to me in a sense. 
Yeah, you're experiencing it too firsthand at your own pace. Yes. So, um, yeah, everybody tune in to talk the walk, and I can't wait for you guys to play Gris. Uh, agree. Um, it is a different kind of walking simulator. It is a Metroidvania kind of thing, but not so much where you find different things and go and backtrack. You actually go forward. But this a uh, it's a beautiful animated game where the story that's presented to itself was a little bit in the visual and the music. Uh, but it's such a it's such a creative game on how it progresses, and you 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 make your own kind of story up with it on what this character and what's going on. Uh, it's just such a beautiful game, and I kind of I'm kind of sad that it came out at the last minute of 2018, I think, that it came out in December, and it's just like if this game would have came out and there was no kind of big Nintendo games that would, uh, could outbeat it or anything, I think Greed would have been my game of the year that year. And it's just, it's yeah. such a lovely game. I can't wait for you guys to play it because it is a walking simulator. It's not a walking simulator game, but there's not much action in the game. And I think people will enjoy that thing. I'm looking forward to it. It's on my wish list. So in the next few weeks or in about a month, I will be able to play it and talk about it with you guys. Because I, I love talking about video games with people and yes. these kinds of games, that just the different interpretations. And I love hearing, well, have you thought about it this way? Or, or what about this? Just different perspectives, you know? Yeah. And I can't wait till we get to Firewatch. Because oh. I never... Because I, oh. you are hosting Firewatch. For that me? Yes, yes. You want um, me to? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I think, because I think, I don't know if you or Billy recommended, but I think I know you were happy to be like, I can't wait till we get to Firewatch. And I'm like, I've hold, held off for so long for this game. And so I can't wait to play it and experience it uh, for the first time. And really just hear you know, really talk about it with me interjecting here and there and giving my thoughts. I'm really excited to play this game. So um, maybe that'd be the first game of 2021. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know. There, there's uh, there's another one I want us to play called Sagebrush. I think you said, is it on PC? I think it's on PC. I think it's on every platform now. I played it on PS4. I think or Xbox one I, I played I, it on one of those but I think it's on Switch as well it's short but if you like cults Eddie <laughs> you know what I actually do well, I actually, good. <laughs> I actually as a call in as in like watching them in for documentaries are my thing I love watching it and just mm-hmm. learning the history and stuff and there have been some crazy caught documentaries and stuff and it's just like wow definitely the west the west borough was it's just like wow like this is not a religion this is a cult and this have you have you ever read um the granddaughter's book i've never heard of it oh i i read it i don't know if i read it at the end of last year beginning of this year but I, she left it, and she's the granddaughter of the founder, Fred Phelps. Her name's Megan Phelps Roper, I think. She, she's married, but she talks about her experiences. Oh, Ed, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send you a link to it because okay. 
powerful stuff. You know, a lot stuff. of a lot of people in that family has left, like the grandkids has left, and they were just like, I've I'm like realizing and being able to think on my own or realizing the stuff that I said and done, you know. I I didn't think it was right. And so when I left, a lot of the people who left, they got shunned by that family. And it was just like, I can't believe that you only love me for the belief and you don't love me for family. And that's, and that's, that's as crazy. I keep saying that's crazy, but that's so, that's just so out there. Like, something that you can't believe that you love me for the belief but you don't love me as a family there are there are a few um religions quote unquote that are like that it's very sad and it breaks my heart you know because i I might disagree with people on on things but i i've never experienced being shunned because of that you know right Um, i I I am a Christian. I believe in God and, and everything. But my thing has been always to treat people with respect and treat people with love. So regardless of people believe it or not, I'm always going to be like your religion. Your belief is your belief. I still love you as a person, and I still want to hang out and talk with you. We can have political beliefs. We can have different beliefs, and that's that we agree and disagree. But hey, I will meet you at uh Long Long uh Chinese restaurant. <laughs> You get a number two, I get a number four. What game are you playing? What comic book are you reading? Did you love uh, Spirited Away? Did you watch like the Golden Girls episode? We could talk about anything else. And if you want to talk about politics and you want to talk about religion, we can. And it will still be a love there for you. I will take nothing away because I, I'm into learning more about people and growing friendships. Uh, I kind of mentioned this at, on the first part of well, one v one with Corey. It's just like I grew up as a kid that was uh, that didn't have friends who got made fun of my skin, uh, who got made fun of my facial features and stuff. Um, and I kind of had like self esteem issues. But then I I realized that you know I believe I started believing more in myself. And it's just like if people really got to know me and hang out with me and talk just talk to me and stuff, they will understand I'm a really down to earth person. And so letting like showing people that attitude and showing that that's my personality and characteristics that I love everybody. And there is a time where we can forgive and forget and stuff, but I'm like, I'm cool with everybody. I'm down to earth. We could, we can have, like I said, we can have a, our opinions about things, but I'm going to be the one that's going to be doing my best to root you on as much as I can. And if you don't want me to root you on, all you got to do is be like, thank you for that. But I, I prefer you not to do it anymore. I will be like, I will respect your wishes and I will stop rooting you on and stuff. But I will still want the best for people and everything. Because I'm just like, I'm, because for me, I'm just like, I didn't have nobody to root me on. Um, but I kind of now have people who will root me on and I could do the same too. You know, I, if I got people in my corner, um, that's good and i hope to be in somebody else's corner and everything so i th- i think that's a really important message ed because a-, a lot of kids they don't they don't realize how much better it can become as mm-hmm. time goes on and it and we didn't realize that when we were kids whatever we were dealing with it's the future seems so far so distant yes yes and i think that's i think that's why when people don't when 
that's why I think when people get you in a good positive mindset and good and then good mental health and stuff, it's good to have that support system. It's good to be able to be open and talk to people because sometimes when you bottle things up, it really hinders you and it really, um, it really, it feels hurtful and stuff. Um, and I, I think that's why when I did the optional opinion about talking to somebody with, who has depression, when you don't know what to do and stuff, it's just like you, you really wish you could do stuff for someone who's dealing with depression, but you can't. And I, I one of the questions that I asked my friend uh, was just like, um, has is it always the mind versus the other person's word where you who are dealing with depression, is it that you believe more if more of your mind than what you do with what everybody else is saying, you know? Um, and I didn't talk about validation or anything like that. It's just like, you know, there, you know, there's going to be a point where people are going to feel like they're, they're going to give up on you because you're still taking the word of your mind and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you, uh, take it over somebody and this and he said so he said one of the things about that you know sometimes with depression you got to let that person deal with it and you know and work through it because they have done this multiple times and stuff um they would love to seek help they would love for depression and things to go away but sometimes it's very hard for them and that leads into other things you know um it, it, it is something to like really it's it's something to take in like how do you have that conversation and i don't think a lot of people in the gaming industry have had that conversation about depression that video games sometimes help them with depression and stuff um but sometimes there may be something triggering in, in a video game they make make them fall into a depression and mental state in this it when you hear for somebody like that and you be feel like it's educating you and you're learning, you be you be like literally surprised about that. So um sorry for the side tangent error right no, now. No, that's an important <laughs> side tangent because <laughs> mental health is like we discussed in our gone home episode with one of the characters and like you're talking about with optional opinion, mental health is something that it's talked about more and more mm-hmm. as time progresses, but for some people, it they feel like it makes them look weak if they yes. admit they have that problem. And it, it's not something you can see like um, like a tumor or a broken leg. So it's a it's kind of mysterious to a lot of people. And I've noticed talking about mental health with certain people if they've never experienced it or they're mm-hmm. too pr- they're too proud to admit they've had brushes with it they Dog, I don't understand therapy I don't think that really works or oh people have it so much better and or, or so much worse I should say than than what they're dealing with but I mean how often do we see celebrities who have all this money and all this notoriety all this fame and fortune how many times do we hear about their struggles yeah we will sometimes hear it with the art that that they create or in an interview like an album might mean something to them because this is what they're dealing with you know look at lady gaga and uh with her latest album like the things that she went up in up 
you know, what she went through. She made a dance album to not dance away her cares or anything, but to be like, you know, I went through the, through this and I survived. And mm-hmm. I want everybody to feel the same way. If you've been through something, know that you can survive. And dancing um, is a... Tr- my, my friend, me, my friend, who is a pastor, talked about dancing. And we were just like, you know, dancing makes you feel good. And whether it was a tribal thing, because, you know, in tribes, if you watch like historic stuff, you see people dancing and sometimes it's a celebration and stuff and dancing makes you kind of feel good. And so when you are listening to music and it makes you dance, even though it's painful, sometimes it's giving you the strength and encouragement to, um, to get through it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You'll have to deal with it. You're going to go through some ups and downs with it. But when you come out of it, and you know you're gonna feel good about it, and that's gonna teach you to be able to talk to somebody who's going through the same thing. So you know, and and show them that when you're in their corner, that they could count on you or they could count on people. That is going to encourage you and help you and stuff. Um, there's a game called Fat Princess um, that came on PlayStation Three, and people thought it was the uh, people felt like it was demeaning because you fed the princess cake, um, but this game, as wacky as it is and stuff, you know, a lot of people was just like, this is um, definitely because it's a it's a woman and, you know, eating cake and stuff. Like, this is dealing with body issues and stuff. Um, but no one talked about the kidnapping that <laughs> you as the other team got to do. You got to kidnap the princess and everything. Just like, you're, you're focusing on one thing, but you're not focusing on, you know, kidnapping is wrong and everything. And, you know, it's kind of you don't see with characters who have an eating disorder, who um, have a body image, uh, you know, get mentally in their mind that their body don't look a certain way. You, you, um, you look at Papa, I always talk about Papa and Yo, how the creators, you know, dealt with his alcoholic um, father and stuff. You, um, you talk about rhyme. Uh, I'll talk about rhyme and stuff. And spoiler alert: it's about a child, uh, actually a, a man who lo- who lost his child to the sea and stuff. And the child's going through a journey of um, of accepting that he is no longer part of this world and everything. Um, I, I advise people to play that game, um, play rhyme because it's something that is told through music and stuff. It has a good visual uh, narrative to it, but I'm just like, you feel you feel the music really bring out the emotion of these characters. If you didn't hear the music and you just seen it, you wouldn't understand what was going on. The music and rhyme really helps talk about that. And, you know, how, how you as a parent, how do you deal with playing a game about losing a child and stuff and coming to realize of losing the child and stuff and dealing with that mentality of death and everything? Um, you know, we always talk about, you know, you don't get an extra continue when you leave this world, like mm-hmm. this actual world. You know, you get this one life and that's it. So right now you make the best out of it. And so I think that's why I think that's why when we talk about things and narratives and ideas and we talk about mental health and stuff, it's always to always remember that, you know, the stories that are being told, you get something out of it, you know, and that's why when you're part of Boss Rush or you come to Boss Rush, that 
you know, we all want everybody to play video games. We always want everybody to respect each other. And we want everybody to be better to be with one another. Because if you are being negative to somebody, you could cause that person to lose their life. You could cause them to have mental problems. You could cause them... You could cause... It's, where I'm not worried about losing viewers or stuff like that. Um, but I don't want other people in the community hurting other people in the in our very own community. I don't want people yelling and hurting our um our contributors and you know people on our team and stuff. I you know it's you can have an opinion and you can say things um that you don't disagree. But I always say this and I and Corey knows this. Corey Jesse knows this. I was just like when if you're gonna say that stuff do it in a respectful manner. You don't have to agree with everything that we say or do as part of our boss rush, but don't attack people for no apparent reason. If you definitely are an adult, be an adult and have something mature to say and everything. You can acknowledge some things that, that somebody else says, and you can also, like I said, disagree, but do it in don't Don't do it in a disrespectful manner. Do it in a respectful manner because... You know, people don't have this mental health or um, the characteristics and personality that other people do. We're not all on the same playing field. There's different levels of stuff that get to us. We are all human. We all go through stuff. And we want everybody to be better and to help and uplift everybody. If you want to do that, then do it. Uplift somebody. Make somebody days day better they could be having a crappy time going through something but just sending some love sending some encouragement is part of our mentality and our uh theme here our boss rush when we say be better like i celeste you can look in the chat and <laughs> regardless of all the craziness that's going on now and stuff i always root for the team i'm just like good morning everybody how's the team doing what sex did you guys have let's make it through the work day even though i gotta work late I encourage you guys. I'm proud of you guys. Corey always send positivity. He's that he's proud of us. He thanks uh, thanks us, and you know he does it on a daily basis. And we do it to him and give him compliments to also encourage him. And so I do it to Jesse and try to encourage him. Like we all send encouragement to each other because it's you know it's always if we're going to show the community off us playing games and being better we got to also be better to one another here on boss rush and we got to show that same love and attitude to each other like we show the community and everything so I, it sounds like boss rush games is bigger than video games it's something yeah. so much more than just video games Yes, and I, I and in even outside of Boss Rush games, like when I talk about World One One, and I, I look at other podcasts, I always try to do my best to root for them. I I, I send them the crazy questions to make them also think outside the box. But I like maybe I'll send a retweet, maybe I'll say yas, maybe I'll give them some love and everything because I love that they're out here also voicing their opinion and being creative and standing up for justice and you know 
and wanting everybody also to be play games and be better and stuff, regardless of what podcast they are they are doing and stuff. And guess you know, I always am happy to see their creativity and see how happy and engaged they are. Because if I if I like I said, if I'm showing love on Boss Rush, I'm gonna be able to show that same love to other people who are doing almost the same things that we are doing. You know, it's to me it's not competition. It's always um is always compliments, comp, uh, mm-hmm. compliment. You know, if we like we say, if you got a PlayStation or Xbox and a Nintendo Switch is your complimentary, it's still gaming to us. It's still, I, I don't care if you don't like the Switch or not, but if you own one and you enjoy it, that's a compliment to gaming and stuff. Um, it don't have to be on your high on your priority or anything of games, but if you get a game for Switch and you enjoyed it the same way that you're enjoying the Xbox or PC or PlayStation game, heck, the 3D or Amiga, Sega Saturn, whatever retro game, even the arcade stuff, like, if it's a compliment and you're happy about it, that makes me happy. That makes me joyous and stuff. Yeah, there's room for everyone at the table. Yes. And that's that's what I love about this community. It's It's brought a lot of joy to my life. Like, the other day I tweeted about how 2020 has been challenging mm-hmm. for many obvious reasons for the entire world. But I, I just, I, I love... Being with you guys, I, I love talking with you, Ed. I, I love the opportunities because life gets heavy, like you were talking about. You don't know what someone is going through. Someone could be smiling, and and they might seem like they have everything in the world. They might seem like they're at the top of the mountain. Yes. But we don't know what might be behind that smile. Maybe a family member is sick. Maybe they have to worry about a natural disaster. Maybe maybe they lost their job. It's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost a dime or a penny to be nice to people, just to check on people, to be kind. Yeah. And if you feel like that you said something offensive, always apologize and come with a sincere heart. And if they if they don't want to do anything with you or anything like that, uh, you know, accept that and respect it. But always just let them know that, you know, that you're sorry. And even if you're not forgiven about it, at least you did what was right that you said you were sorry and maybe in time things may rectify itself and you guys or gals may talk again and be like i'm just happy that you're doing great it's always good to give encouragement to somebody like you said it doesn't cost nothing to say uh it doesn't cost anything to be positive with with other people yeah, and, and it's really important to be a cheerleader like you do, you and Corey do, and, and other people with, you know, we're going to we're gonna make it through this because a lot of people, we all, we all have bouts of self-doubt, like, oh, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. Is, are people going to like this? And it's really important to have a village. It's really important to have some people in your corner. Everybody needs that. Yes, yes. It, well, is there anything else you would like to share either about games or, or podcasts or, or life or snacks um, or anything? So, uh, <laughs> I, I mentioned World Woman Podcast, and that's a, a, another podcast that's not part of Boss Rush that I do with Larry Giver, um, with my good friend in Indiana, and um, and our other people on there. And uh, we talk about games. There's a whole bunch of nonsense, but when we get in-depth and we have good talks, is really good. We actually uh, I, on the on our on this uh, list and discussion of like uh, what are some video game history things. Uh, I actually got to with Larry. Actually got to talk to the developers of Shovel Knight. 
Um, got wow. to talk to them. Um, got to talk to the creator of Axiom Verge um, and have a great discussion with that. It caused some controversy later on. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I ended up apologizing to because but I told you know I told this other person I'm just like make sure that they said that you know that we don't want to put anything out um, if it, if it's not sure anything and so uh, I don't know how that stuff went uh, but I did end up apologizing to him just like it's not it wasn't our intention to create this fiasco or anything uh, you know uh i i respect him i love him as a creator and everything and i enjoy his i enjoy axiom verge and everything and it was a great you know great time talking to him and stuff and we have talked to i even i talked i apologize to pierre schneider because skype was acting up on my side and i don't know why uh and i kind of want to do another i really want to get in touch with him again and talk to him and just like really fully apologize be like i'm sorry for the first time of uh, it skype was acting up my internet was acting up i there, I try to do my best, and I apologize because I really do want to talk to Pierre Steiner again. I think he's a great person at IGN. He's so fun and so down to earth, and I love his dogs. I love oh. his videos of him showing his dogs. Um, they'll see something on TV, and then they'll sit down and just look and everything. Um, and he got a fantastic amiibo collection. I think he got all the amiibos, and I'm just like, ah, this looks so beautiful. That's <laughs> so amazing. I, I was, yeah, I would love to talk to Pierre Schneider again. Um, I actually talked when I was talking to the guys from Shovel Knight. Uh, we were talking about Mega Man and Castlevania, and we had a good conversation. And they got me. They they're just like, but they they said something. They made a statement, and I was just like, "You're right. I can't say anything." <laughs> and we all four laughed. It was it was such a great conversation. It was so good. Um, but those guys are awesome at um um uh at their company just great like and I, we even talked to other developers and stuff from other games on world one one podcast so um i love those guys i love larry that's my bro him um when i go to indy when i go to south bend um i go see him i go hang out with him oh uh, and we sometimes have like deep conversations he's an amazing cook he he shows me all the great food places he knows that when i come down uh i want to go to cook go to king gyros or gyros or whatever they call it uh, and give me a, a gyro there was a gyro meal for like only five some dollars and I'm wow. just like what like fries drink the gyro itself and it was super cheap I'm like this is about nine ten dollars in my area you and they were just it was perfection it's perfection and if I if I on Sundays uh, if I don't have problems getting back home because of Certain people at work acting up. Um, we would go to a place called Eva Check and go to like their brunch. Man, they got some great food. He 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 literally was just. It was so good. The food in South Bend was so good that it had. I had a hard time literally coming home to eat in, uh, Illinois food because I was just like, this don't taste nothing like South Bend, and I cannot eat it. It's the it's it's the same thing that happened when I went to the. Uh, when I went to check uh, a couple of years, like in 2008, seven, um, I went to the Czech Republic and um, I tasted their cabbage soup and their cabbage soup was good. That's all I kind of ate. And I lost, Yum. I think I, 
yeah, I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I would just say that. Um, but yeah, uh, I had uh, enjoyable time in check. But yeah, uh, just being able right now here on Boss Rush, being able to talk to other creators, adding people to our team, you know, talking to Comic Jays, talking to Laurent, talking to you, Celeste, talking to Shane, uh, talking to the another Zelda podcast, talking to MJ, talking to Nelly. Like, I actually helped Nelly, uh, we, we as a community helped Nelly on Twitch uh, solve a puzzle about Tomb Raider, and I was happy. I was like, yay! Oh! It, was, it was so good. And I don't get to talk to Nelly like that, and I want to talk to Nelly, like, I want to talk to her, like, face-to-face, so uh, hopefully Laurent and Logan and Austin, and I definitely want to talk to Austin also. Um, I kind of want to be on land party and talk to those guys and hang out. Um, you know, talking to Josh. I, I, I'm trying to do my best. Talking to Josh, talking to Joe. Um, I wish I talked to Josh and Joe much uh, more because uh, I, I got thoughts on Arsenal X. Like, and, so history about Arsenal X. Where <laughs> we go. Uh, Craig gave me hosting duties of Arsenal X back on oh. uh, NGR and everything. Uh, and me and, and just and at that time, Corey wasn't able to make it that time, but me and Jesse was hosting um, and going back and forth and having fun. And they got a fantastic team, um, Corey with Corey them leading um, that. But uh, uh, when he gave me Arsenal X. Because uh, Corey named it, and, and then we was just throwing names around, like, and, and everything, and he joked around, he said, Arsenal X, and I told him, that's it, that's the name, that's the name of the show, he's just like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, and so, um, uh, Arsenal X, uh, you know, was the name of our Xbox show, and we just had fun, and when he gave it to me, uh, I was like, welcome to Arsenal X, uh, NGR's uh, Xbox podcast, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Boss Fresh Games uh, Xbox podcast. I'm your host, uh, ADV, joining me, and, you know, doing the names and stuff, and it's just like, and before I got into the show, I'm like, and you know what? We're going to throw up the X, because we are about to throw down. And the reason the throw down part is, is because when we throw down, our, our hands were on crossing them. So that means that we're about to throw down. And I get into the show. Uh, and we would just talk all things uh, Xbox. And like to end it, I'd be like, we're about to throw, throw out the X one more time because we're exiting out of here. And so I was doing like you know, X puns and stuff like that. Well, and everything. So that's kind of the history of Arsenal X with the, throwing up the X and throwing it down. Like, in, uh, I, I love it that people have got onto it about throwing up the X because it's 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 something that's connected to Xbox. It's just something fun to do that's different than Power Block and Boss Rush and PlayStation. You know, it has its own identity, just throwing up the X and stuff. Uh and uh Jesse's dog, uh Lennon, um He's our Arsenal X mascot because every time we was recording Arsenal X, Lynn would jump, would join Jesse, turn around, sit on the couch, and sleep. And oh so my God. <laughs> uh, he he would because he was so much on X our recordings and stuff that he just became our Xbox mascot. And you know, and uh, I love his dog. I haven't got to meet him, and I want my plan was to go to meet Jesse, but of course the pandemic and that and everything. Um, 
had I didn't haven't get a chance to do that, but like every time I see Lennon and he he sits down by Jesse and stuff, I'm like, oh, it's Lennon, our Arsenal X mascot. And, and uh, of course, I'll plug Arsenal X and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the history behind throwing up the X for Arsenal X and stuff. And uh, Power Block, where I go, woohoo, where I end it right there because uh. It was just something that happened. I just thought, like, oh, you know, I'm gonna try to exit. You know, I'm gonna try something fun, and I'd be like, "Why everybody, woohoo!" Like a Mario or something. You know, mm-hmm. have that into the representation. And so, when there's a new story or something crazy, that's why you'll hear crazy things coming out of my mouth when Corey introduced introduced me, and I'd be or I'd be like, "Jump, jump, slide, slide," because it's Mega Man and stuff, and it's just something fun. And those Corey off at times, be like, "What the world is this?" Like, and so that's that. And then Boss Rush is just Boss Rush podcast, and that's just having fun. So that's the whole, yeah, you gotta have fun with it. And I love the little bits of character that are added to the different podcasts like that. Yes, I can't wait to go onto Crossroads. Uh, I I'm excited to do that to talk to the PlayStation team because uh, I when I get a chance to watch everybody's show live. Uh, I do like be in the Twitter feed, not Twitter feed. I do be in the chat on Twitch and stuff, and ask some questions and have fun with that. Uh, but to have them on on me live, it's going. It's not going to be nothing like. It's, it's not going to be nothing like new to me, but it's going to be interesting because um, they got this big Nintendo guy, uh, this Xbox fan, but they're going to see how much I do love PlayStation, but how I'm going to be a little bit challenging. And they're going to, and I'm going to get people to talk. It's it's all, there's one thing about me, about podcasts, is that I would get on it and I would make people talk. They, they would say, where's your wrong and stuff? Or the viewer would be like, oh, you're wrong and stuff. And the thing about it is, it's just that, okay, if I'm wrong, talk to me about why I'm wrong. Let's have that conversation. Because if you can't just watch, you're going to be, you're going to be surprised that you have more to say than you normally thought. So um, when I, when I get on different people podcasts, I always have fun uh, I always make people think outside the box sometimes, but hopefully when they have me on Crossroads, uh, I'll get to talk to Nelly, and I'm excited to. Uh, I'll get to talk to Austin. Um, I've, I've talked to LaRonda Logan, but I'm I'm happy to talk to those two about PlayStation, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I I don't know what they're gonna have me have me talk about. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, the list I know LaRon always and them they always plan it out. They do fantastic and stuff. Um, and I told Corey that's just like I hope you also have me on Arsenal X when you can because I would love to come on Arsenal X and I would love to talk about Xbox and stuff. Um, and and with that in that hype in that energy that I bring to Power Block, I'm going to bring to Crossroads and bring to Arsenal X. I. I love to create with people, and I love to have discussions. And of course, oh, optional. Awesome. Yeah, and plus, yeah, and plus, optional opinion is open to anybody. And yeah, so. Thank you so much, Ed. I really appreciate your taking the time to share all of that with everybody. And I'm really looking forward to that PlayStation episode with you on it because they're crazy right now, and I can't <laughs> wait to see you get thrown into the mix to add <laughs> to shake it up a little bit. Because oh I, man, they're funny. <laughs> Yeah, they're fun. They're funny. I think I, I think they're gonna be like, ah, I never thought about that. I got something to say about it, so we're gonna have fun. So I, 
the, the OF stuff and the feet and everything. That's there. <laughs> That's them. I am. I'm a little bit professional. I'm a co-founder. I'm a. I'm a boss. I gotta be more. You know, on top of things a little bit. But I'm going to get in the nitty gritty with them and literally have fun. I cannot wait. I, I really can't wait. That's gonna be a good time. Well, well, Ed, where can people find you if they'd like to follow you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that virtual code. You guys can check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, or down YouTube Music, um, and other podcast apps. Um, I am going to get back into it and do some more episodes. I still got to record it, but um, hopefully the new episode, which I'm, which is titled. Sorry about that food. Um, this title, Can Sony and Nintendo Ever Work Together? I can't really wait to record that. I have a lot of uh, topics and stuff. I just got to record them and put them out. So I hope you guys check it check it out there. Um, World 1-1 Podcast, you can check on podbean.com. Um, you can check me out here on Bossfish Games, um, you, uh, dot, dot com and on Bossfish Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can check me out on Twitch at the Lyrical One if you want to see some gameplay of me playing PlayStation, Xbox games and stuff. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, I post videos. I post like music videos. Um, I I post jokes, stories, uh, real life things, encouraging things. Um, I ask questions like, "What's your favorite sushi?" or mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Um, uh, and uh, soon, uh, hopefully, I'll be um, getting ready to get pot and play for 2021 um, and everything and get ready for my game of the year discussions for different places and stuff. Because as as crazy as it seems, Nintendo had a great 2020 this year. Or, or I should say the Nintendo platform had a great 2020. No disrespect to Xbox and PlayStation, but you cannot deny if Animal Crossing probably doesn't take Game of the Year, I would be shocked. I wouldn't give Game of the Year to Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I would give it to kind of, well, I would nominate Animal Crossing, I would say, but there has been no game that I think in 2021, besides Spring Fit Adventure, that has did the numbers and has did the posting and talk like Animal Crossing. So I would be shocked if it does not take 2020 game of the year. I would be, I would literally be shocked and everything. I but, can't wait um, to see what it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, um, so side tangent i'm sorry unless <laughs> i know we're about to go um i do do uh an optional opinion game of the year called a bunch of game awards and so um uh if you i i'd kind of do a list but instead of doing best playstation game of the year i'll probably be like best playstation game that had the cinematography and stuff and then give it that one game and stuff and if you get nominated or or if you win that award you don't you don't win any other awards unless you're in a list if you're in a if you're in a list you have a chance to win some other games because i think last year yoshi's craft the world won my game of the year but I in uh, 2017, Horizon and Breath of the Wild won uh, tie, and that's the first tie on that tie. Another tie that I had was uh, Just Shapes and Beats and Forza Horizon 4 for best music, and that was super hard. 
Uh, Clinton, it's hard to sometimes it's really hard to not have two winners because they're both so good. Yes, and 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 for in order for me to have that list, that's why I play games on um Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox because there's so many experiences and everything that once I play them, complete them, or get enough of my full, I know where I could put games at and give them a different war that no one else is giving them and everything. Because uh, I, I do have some worse games, and I give them the Garbador Award. So, um, <laughs> uh, Garbador is uh, uh, he was a Pokemon that looked like a garbage bag. So, well, at least that's a nice blow. They can be a Pokemon. It's kind of yeah. a softening the the pain. <laughs> a yeah. Bit. And, and what's different about this is I just don't read the winner. I actually play music from that game soundtrack. And then I say what the name is. It takes around two hours to wow. record that. It takes around two hours because it's like 55, 54 to 55 awards and stuff. And then I do game of the year at the end. So while the music is playing, I'll lower it down and then I'll say the name. Um, and so hopefully you guys will be able to check that out. But yeah, my optional opinion is on um on SoundCloud, and I have a movie podcast um, here on Busfish Games whenever it rolls out. I gotta still record some more called We Talk. Oh, uh, no, not We Talk. Uh, we Cap. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's uh, it's us recapping movies that we've seen before and if they still hold up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some movies will be the, for the first time, and I always will have a guest and stuff, and LeBron has been a great guest. Uh, we have talked about Ghost of the Shell. We talked about Resident Evil. Um, I talked about you no know, host Barbara, my good friend Eric Hunter and stuff. And we rate the movies with our caps, with our baseball caps and stuff. And so we'll put it in different positions and to give it that review and stuff. But the conversations are so good, and I cannot wait for that to come out on Bus Rush uh, oh, podcast. I can't or wait Bus to see Rush. it. Yes, I can't uh, wait to see that. That sounds cool. Yes. So, um, but yeah, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, uh, like I said, at that rich code and optional opinion on SoundCloud. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ed. It, it was nice to sit down with just you and chat, get to know you even better. We've known each other since June and it's always <laughs> nice to, to hear more and more from you. Yes. Thank you, Celeste, uh, for having me. Uh, I cannot wait to hear Corey's and Jesse's 1v1, like catching them up. But uh, just want to say thank you, everybody, for having me here on Boss Rush. Thank you, Celeste, for this 1v1. I love you all. Um, I want everybody to continue to play games and be better to one another because definitely in 2020, we need that encouragement. And if you need more encouragement, hit me, like, hit me up on Twitter and we'll have a great talk about games or food or books. Uh, you talk a lot about books Celeste and I feel bad because I don't read a lot and I want to but every time I go to the dollar store I'm looking I'm buying about seven dollars worth of books because I love mystery and I love thrillers and that's my jam um, but I love when you interview people and you talk you guys talk about books it gets me happy I'm just like I love reading I love this reading that so yeah um, there's so many books out there it's hard to <laughs> keep track <laughs> exactly but uh yeah everybody um have a great week. Have a great weekend whenever you guys see this. And like I said, let's continue to play games. Not love you all. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me on Twitter at FairyCrypt. And again, you can find Boss Rush Games at all the places Ed listed. So, till next time, see you later.
Fire, buddy.